Authors on the Air with Terry Shepard, award-winning broadcaster, narrator, and author of the Jessica Ramirez Thrillers. Brought to you by the Authors on the Air Global Radio Network. Thank you, Lisa. Derek McFadden is a world-renowned book editor and reader who has worked with the great and near-great in the craft. He's host of the Writing Well Handicapped podcast on the Authors on the Air Global Radio Network. In November 2022, Derek took to the keyboard to write his second full-length novel, The Santa Claus Agreement. The Santa Claus Agreement is about love and acceptance. It starts out, you have a um, you have a main character who is in the middle of a breakup, and um, then you go to his childhood and you realize, oh, something else is supposed to happen today, but it is contingent on him having uh, having a girl, like having a girl, having a, I guess, having a woman, essentially. Uh, and so he feels like, you know, just like he has, um, like he hasn't li- lived up to his part of the bargain, uh, either in his relationship or in the, the agreement that he thinks he may have made. He can't, He's not sure if it was in a dream or whatever. Something happened when he was a kid. Not sure if it was a dream or real, but he thinks maybe it uh, that he he hasn't lived up on either side of those agreements. And um, we go from there. Uh, he is leaving his job as a as a as a mall Santa, uh, and just feels like his life didn't amount to a whole lot. Uh, and through and then you figure out if it did or not. Derek McFadden, this is your second book. How long did it take you to write it? Seven months. Uh, the first book took 12 years. Um, this, this book was supposed to be a short story uh, for, um, for an anthology that is published by my publisher, Papillon Dupere Publishing. Um, and um, it, it didn't... Uh, the, as I was starting to write it, I said, okay, this is going to be a short story. And then as I was writing it, I'm going, this is not a short story. This is going to be a novel. Um, and so I had to go to my, I had to go to my publisher and say, will you publish a novel if I finish it? And he said, absolutely. I was, he was wait. Apparently he was waiting for me to ask him. Um, and so I said, yes, I will. Uh, he, he said yes, and I said, okay, the thing about being a writer who is, tr- and I said it takes me seven months to, wrote, uh, um, to write this. It would have taken me longer had I not known there was, had I not known there was a publisher. I would have taken a year to two years and then tried to query it and everything, but I knew there was a publisher, and I also knew that they kind of wanted it for this holiday season. So for the first time ever as a writer, I wrote on a deadline, essentially. I have, I'd never done that before. And I actually really enjoyed it. Uh, sometimes people think that writing on a deadline hurts creativity. But I find that when you're working with a publisher and an editor that you trust, working on a deadline and writing on a deadline can actually assist you in being creative. The book is The Santa Claus Agreement, and our guest is author Derek McFadden. How did you learn the craft? I lived for most of my life with uh, with my dad, who was 
who was, is a writer. Um, and I learned, I mean, if we weren't telling stories in our house, it was, it was weird. Um, and, and by telling stories, I, some, I mean, sometimes long jokes, uh, sometimes, and my brother's an actor who is also a really good playwright. He started out as an actor and, um, then learned playwriting and is really good at that. Um, so writing for our family is, is a, is a big deal. I, I've, and, and the thing is, I had a dream when I was six years old that I was going to be a writer. Um, and I put it in my first book. I put that dream in my first book, uh, cause it really happened to me. And I've, I've just always, I've, I've run in life with the assumption that you're going to write. This is what you do. In the preface to the Santa Claus Agreement, you state that you'll bring some unique challenges to the keyboard, one of which is impaired vision. How do you read and how do you write? I work with an agent where I will read other people's writing. And when I say I read other people's writing, if I were just going to read it with my eyes, and um, it would take forever. So the way I read it and the way I read my writing is I will take the Word document and I'll put it in pages and have pages read it back to me. And so I can then hear the way that it sounds. And uh, that will often influence the way I write because I want that lyricism. I, I need that lyricism. It's, it's part of, you know, as a writer, you love words. We love words. Words are our sandbox. And so, and being lyrical, and I'm not always saying, you know, I'm not saying that everybody has to be a literary, like not everybody is Scott Fitzgerald. Not everybody is Hemingway. Um, but it's just knowing what sounds good. Uh, and I also, you know, these days you have to assume that something you're writing is going to be put in an audible or a, an audiobook form. And I want it to sound good if somebody were to read it to someone else. In my own association with colleagues and friends with what some would define as impaired vision, many use audio tools which read their calendars, their notes, and their emails to them, and they have developed the capacity to process a large volume of audio text at very high speeds. Speeding up audiobooks has become a thing for many in the audience at large, too. Do you ever feel compelled to speed things up when you're reading someone else's work? I don't personally do that. I understand why people do. Um, my, my feeling is if the playback is the way it is, that's the way that the audio actor wanted it. I do get, you know, if a book is 25 hours long, I get reading it on three, on three times speed if you can understand what's being said so you can get through it. But... If, if it's a novel where it's like an, a six, seven, eight hour read, I, I try to keep it the way that the audio narrator wanted it. 
Derek McFadden is our guest. The book title is The Santa Claus Agreement, which sounds like an instant holiday classic, yet I've also heard it described as an epic poem of personal discovery. Wow, I never thought of it that way. Uh, as Here's the thing. My first novel, uh, is front, every chapter is fronted by a poem. So uh, the fact that you, you say it's more of an epic poem, that is actually like, thank you. Uh, cause that makes me feel good. <laughs> like I, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take that. I, it's the way that it's written. Uh, it is, it is meant to feel like one of those perennial, uh, Christmas, uh, reads. And I hope it will become one for a reader or two out there. I do also hope that they see the lyricism in it. And if they do, then you're right. It is a long poem. These days, authors and actors have become connected with the stories they tell and the people they portray. You say who you are up front. Why was that important? I'll be honest with you. I was working through a breakup at that time as I was writing it. I felt broken. Like breakup is not a euphemism. You break. You break down more than up, but it's still the same idea and you kind of have to relearn who you are without this person that is no longer going to be in your life i missed the person that i was before this person and i wanted to rediscover that person and i wanted to be okay with that person too because on some level i obviously wasn't so i think going in in order for me to write the story I had to set the parameters of this is who I am. This is who this character is. And he's not going to be something else for someone else. He is who he is. And if you like him, good, because I like him. And I hope people like him. But the thing about it is, you know, there are people who rub us the wrong way. And there are people that we love. And you just have to surround yourself with the people you love and the people who love you back. If, you, if, if, you, if you're surrounding yourself with the people who rub you the wrong way, well, your whole life's going to feel off. Was this therapeutic for you? Yeah. Yes, it, 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 it 100% was. And I told uh, friends of mine that I just had to get this off my chest. Now, when I say that, I don't want you to think that if you're sitting there going, I want to, I, I want to read a nice, fun Christmas novel that, that, that isn't this, cause this is a fun Christmas novel. The added bit of it is that it's real. You know, the, the parts that are fantastical are fantastical, but when we're in the real world, I hope it reads real. What are your readers saying about the Santa Claus agreement? They, uh, they, they, they actually, they told me that they, I mean, the, the people who have read it so far uh, have told me that it's some of my best work, which, thank you. I'm glad they didn't say it was some of my worst work, because then we'd have to have conversations. Um, they, they said it was some of my best work. They said that it, it, it really hit them in the feels, and, uh, and that it has real heart. And as somebody who, um, uh, you know, my kind of writing heart is important heart is the whole uh kitten caboodle if if i want to sound seventy five thousand years old uh yeah heart's everything 
for my kind of writing. Uh, this is not this is not a thriller. This is not a mystery. So what we're dealing with here is how can I make you feel good when you read this? You've read a lot of stuff, and now you've written a couple of novels. What makes a good story? The easy way to say it is voice. But so I say voice, and then some authors, some first-time authors, will be like, "Well, what does that even mean?" Voice is something that, as a writer, you have to find. You have to you have to discover what works for you. Somebody who writes thrillers is going to have a different voice than somebody who writes inspirational fiction. Somebody who writes mysteries is going to have a different voice than somebody who writes straight-on romances. They're 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 different. So you you have to know your genre, and then within that genre, you have to find out what your voice is, and you have to play to that. How can people find out more about Derek McFadden? My uh, website is DerekMcFaddenEditor.com. That's where uh, I, I, I edit books, and uh, there's stuff about my work up there. That's my website, DerekMcFaddenEditor.com. Is there another novel in there somewhere? I'm hoping to write another Christmas book. I love it being Christmas when in, in July or August. Because when it's like super hot outside, all, all I want is snow and hot cocoa, please. <laughs> Derek McFadden's new novel is The Santa Claus Agreement. Learn more about him at DerekMcFaddenEditor.com. Derek, thanks for joining us. Thank you, Terry. Authors on the Air with Terry Shepard is a copyrighted presentation of the Authors on the Air Global Radio Network. Check out Chasing the Captain, the newest Jessica Ramirez thriller from Terry Shepard, available in print, digital, and audiobook. I'm Lisa Davis. Join Terry in the next chapter for Authors on the Air.